Year after year, one of the most consistent items on my do something list is to have fun with fashion. Exploring my personal style has added more joy to my everyday life and helped me feel more like myself on the regular. However, I have found that there are some brands I would love to explore more, but they are out of my typical price range, or there's the it item that I would love to try out, but without the commitment of keeping it. Enter Armoire. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new to you styles. I just did my quiz and have selected a few dresses for the summer from Bowdoin, one of my favorite brands that I can't typically afford. And I also got a double breasted black blazer from a new to me designer, a classic item that I have been on the hunt for, but too scared to commit to until I know it's the one. For you expecting mamas, for those who are working or those who are style obsessed, who want to switch out your wardrobe with quality pieces without the designer prices, check out this woman owned company that has your style and your sustainability in mind. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash progress. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash progress to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Are you ready for a growth spurt? Well, I've got one for you today. One to two times a month, I'll give you a short message that I am calling a growth spurt that will help you narrow in on our focus of the month in ways that are bite-sized and super applicable right away. So let's jump on in. Hello, fellow progressors. I am so happy to be here with you today. Now, in my introductory episode last week, where I shared this month's new theme, Be Healthy, I mentioned the idea that your habits can be neutral. And if that was a bit of a head scratcher for you, do not worry. That is what we are going to cover today. How your habits are actually not morally loaded and that in shifting your view of them, you'll be able to better shape your habits to support your life and your values. Before we get into that, I have two short things with deadlines I want to remind you of. The first is the talked out, touched out challenge with Erica Lane from the Life on Purpose movement. This is for you introverted moms out there who just don't know if you can handle one more day of not having time to yourself. In the seven day challenge, it's basically like a mini email course um, sent right to your inbox. You are going to learn better how to set boundaries, how to honor your personality, how to find time for yourself, and so much more 
plus a really helpful workbook. You can get $10 off right now until May 22nd. It's already a super affordable challenge too. So go to aboutprogress.com slash introvert to sign up for that. The second thing that is coming up with the deadline is the Purpose Project. This is a virtual summit all about purpose, which was our theme last month. And I know so many of you want to dive into this topic way more. There are 29 presenters and I am one of them. What I'm talking about will be familiar to you, but the 28 other presenters have even more to add to how you can find and live with purpose in your day-to-day life. Now it's the 15th that this is airing. So we are in the middle of the three-day free challenge, but you can still sign up. Go to aboutprogress.com slash purpose project. Again, that's about progress.com slash purpose project. All right. So I want to talk about how to look at our habits differently with some short examples for you. One, eating ice cream at night. Now I have a friend who has cystic fibrosis. Her name is Mandy Sherman, and she's been on the show a long time ago, and she has to do everything she can to keep her weight up. And part of that means that often she needs to eat Ben and Jerry's a whole pint um, many nights if she's really struggling with her weight. Now, that is something she needs to do for her health. And maybe other people, that would not be a healthy thing. Maybe there's someone with a heart disease problem or diabetes where that is not something that is going to be helpful for them. That's example number one. A second habit I want to do an example for you is spending a few hours a day on Instagram. Now, two types of people just as part of this example. Let's say that one of them is a therapist who largely helps people online through her free community. And she is spending hours a day trying to do her best to help people there and serve them and help them with the ways they're needing. Then you can think about maybe a mom who is avoiding her kids and her responsibilities also being on Instagram for a few hours a day. Now, the connections I'm trying to make here are not good or bad. What I'm trying to say here is the habits in and of themselves are not good and bad. They are not morally inherently good, you know, or evil. So our circumstances shift if certain habits are helpful or not helpful. And that's the first kind of thing I want you to think of. Not that they're good or bad, but that they are either helpful or not helpful. Yeah, there are totally consequences for our choices. And I know that we can't ignore that. That can't be avoided. But it's not that your habits are good or bad. It's that their consequences are either helpful or not helpful and moving you toward the person you want to be. So why do we need this shift, this shift from what's helping me, what's not helping me? Well, the first is when we moralize habits, we are also moralizing ourselves. It's not so much, well, this is bad. It's more, I am bad. When you navigate habits that way, it breeds innate distrust in our own capabilities to rise above our instincts. We are not trusting ourselves. We are navigating more out of fear instead of clear-headed strength. That really feels different when you're doing that, when you're navigating your day based off of who who am I, who do I want to be, and is this helping me be that, versus that's bad, don't do that, you're naughty, I can't believe you did that. Do you feel the difference? It will still be hard to make a different choice, but when we're not shaming ourselves into working on our habits, the helpful consequences will feel all the better. And that's what I want to talk about next. The second reason we need to shift how we are viewing habits in general is that with this shift, we are focusing more on the good consequences rather than just avoiding the bad consequences. 
Have you heard this phrase before? Um, Where your focus goes, energy flows. We talk a lot about positive reinforcement with our kids, but what if we did that for ourselves? And whenever that we, whenever we make a difficult choice with the habit, whenever we decide to do the hard thing because it's going to help us be more of who we want to be and that the consequences are helpful in guiding us to be that, and we said to ourselves, well done. Another way to view that, and this is in the coaching program I'm being certified in right now, Optimize, they say like, that's like me. When you identify that something you have done is like you, meaning it's like who you are and who you want to become. So let's say that you have that habit of being on Instagram all day and maybe an hour into it, you take a deep breath and you make the difficult choice to set it down and walk away. Instead of doing that out of guilt and I am bad, I can't believe I did that. Instead, you were to say, that's like me. I stop something when I know I've gone too far. That's like me. Man, is that shift everything, right? So again, The second reason we need to shift how we view our habits is so that we can focus more on the good consequences rather than just avoiding the bad. And that leads me to my third reason why we need to shift our habits. The alternative to looking at habits as, you know, not morally good or bad. When you are looking at things morally good or bad, that means you are looking at it from a place of all or nothing, which you hear me talk about all the time. I know, but guys, it is there for all of us. When you view habits that you want to shift as good or bad, like there's nothing in between good or bad, morally good or bad, I am good or bad, you are building up a dichotomy in your brain that makes it difficult to allow room for nuance. Basically, you make it difficult to be human. (laughs) Now, when you mess up, you're going to say, oh, I've messed up big, so I might as well go all the way with this. And that all or nothing dichotomy, there's so much less hope in the equation. Now, a little bit of personal insight for you. I was not a binger until I had done heavy restriction of my food intake for years and years. I built up that all or nothing mindset in my mind about my eating and exercise habits. I had no room to be human, to have the nuance of day-to-day life and even moment to moment. So I gradually trained myself to mess up, in quotes there, to mess up big when I messed up because of how terrible I was viewing not just my habits, but myself. So now that I've worked for years to recover from what turned into raging eating disorders, a big part of how I now navigate food intake is with awareness of consequences, but still a gentle, compassionate approach. Now, I haven't binged, like honest to goodness, binged in years. I can't remember the last time I did that, um, where it's so out of self-control and you're punishing yourself. And uh, you know what? I absolutely have to say that those binges, whenever I remember them, oh, they were absolutely terrible. It was not about enjoyment. It was about punishment. I do still overeat from time to time, you know, even even every other day or even sometimes multiple times a day to cope with emotions. And I turn to chocolate a lot. Now, I don't think that those are inherently bad habits, but I do think that that is something I want to continue to work on because it was going to still take time and to make it so it's not my first coping mechanism because of the consequence. It's more of a numbing consequence. So meaning I should be allowed to eat whatever I want and to turn to food and to eat chocolate, but rather with the focus being to enjoy it, to have the consequence of enjoying it and having that effect on me. So this all still comes back to more of my mindset. Because still, even when I'm working on this habit, I'm still not going to do good, bad, 
good and evil. I'm going to still allow myself to eat chocolate, but with the consequence being my goal to enjoy it, not to just numb myself out, to be aware, to be present, to be intentional, and to be happily enjoying those treats. Can you feel the difference there too? So I want to ask you something. What would happen if you were to look at your habits with more compassion? What if you were to remove the self-morality that you've attached to them, where you deem yourself as good or bad, good or evil? What if you were to work on your habits from a place of focusing on what you do want rather than what you're afraid of? Now, friends, this is power to me, and it's what I would love for you. I actually want to hear your thoughts on this. And where you can do that is by joining our new membership site, where we take action on what we are learning from the show. And this month, we are all participating in a habit that we needed to work on, and we're calling it the Digital Sunset Challenge. We are putting our phones to bed earlier than we have been. And we don't have these super prescriptive, strict parameters. We're not like talking all about the bad effects and how you're bad when you do this, and it's awful, and you should feel guilty. We're more focusing on who we want to be and how our days start the night before, and we're working on starting on working on that, going to bed earlier by putting our phones to bed. And it has been so fun to see the growth that has come from shifting this habit and from a more positive place. To join the membership site, you can go to aboutprogress.com slash membership. And again, you're joining as a founding member right now before the doors close mid-June. And they're going to be closed for a few months. And as a founding member, you're going to help us figure out even more what this group should look like. And your price will never, ever, 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 ever change. I'm so happy you are here. Can you do me a favor? If this little episode, this little growth spurt resonated with you, I would love it if you could share it in any way you want. Text it to a friend, email it, share it on social media. Now, beyond doing my darndest to make a show that serves you, my hands are honestly tied and making it grow. I can't force its growth. And I would love for more people to access what we talk about here. And this is something, my growth, that I rely on my community to do. The podcast growth relies on you. So thank you so much for supporting us and making that happen. Now I will see you next week. Keep growing and remember that life is about progress, not perfection. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.